Hello and welcome back to Soul Trader, the holistic approach to freelancing. This is episode 13 and today there's a couple of things I want to talk about. I want to talk about getting adequate rest and feeling refreshed and I also want to talk about procrastination and why we do it and possible strategies for avoiding it. Um, today's episode is recorded on a different microphone. Um, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, uh, my mum and I were chatting about yoga and that just, I edited that in the Anchor app and it just took absolutely forever. So I'm thinking there must be a better way. So today I'm trying out GarageBand and we'll have to see how it goes. So how are you guys? Um, I really hope you've had a good week since last time. If you had any thoughts on last week's podcast, let me know. Um, if you've tried yoga before and like it, if there's anything we didn't mention, again, you can always tweet me or email me. No guests this week, it's just me on my own. I'm sitting in my office as usual, just looking at all the different cats in the neighbourhood running around the driveway. What's been happening at the moment? Main thing is wedding planning because I'm getting married a week tomorrow when you hear this uh, so that's crazily exciting I think most of the planning has actually been done now I just I haven't received the table plan yet I need to chase the printers up about that I've had a couple of issues getting my ceremony music to the hotel because they asked me um, to burn a CD with my choices and I do not own a CD player or a computer that makes it possible to burn a CD. And as my friend Ruth correctly said, often when you do burn a CD, it's not playable in certain CD players. So that's been a bit kind of stressful. I've been thinking, what am I going to do? I bought a USB stick to put the music on. I tried to put the tracks onto it, but this error message was coming up, couldn't do it anyway, so I thought, oh my god, I've wasted my money with that. Put the tracks on my external hard drive and drove it down to the hotel. And at the hotel they were just like, oh, this external hard drive's empty. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me, my whole life is on that external hard drive. So that was confusing. Anyway, since then I've actually managed to put the songs on the original USB stick and I took that in today and everything's fine. I will not be walking down the aisle in silence, so that is really good news. I actually had a wonderful weekend last week. I didn't have a gig, which is quite unusual, I'm happy to report. But um, I just had such a good rest. I didn't do any practice on Saturday or Sunday. I also didn't do any emails or admin or anything, which felt really naughty. But I did remind myself that normal people are expected to take two days a week off work. And it's totally normal to just take a bit of downtime to myself. And doing this just felt so refreshing. And it made me think about how important it is to just get that rest and relaxation in order to feel relaxed and sort of ready to get back to work when we eventually do. I started looking into a few other 
little things that I might be able to do to make sure that I do have that unstructured downtime which I just believe is so important so as well as taking rest when you can and if you are you know taking rest try not to check email on your phone and things like that I mean it's I know it's hard when you're self-employed because you're just thinking about work and your business all the time aren't you and that's actively encouraged by our culture just trying to do other things and not allow yourself to be distracted by those emails by social media posts for your business which again is kind of work as well I mean you're you're still not quite switching off so I've been having a little think about little things I can do and I've discovered a setting on my iPhone which I hadn't come across before called downtime I don't know if it was on a recent software update or if I'm just really behind the times but what you can do is you can limit your access to apps at certain time times of day and I haven't gone this far yet but you can actually put a password sorry a passcode on the downtime settings so what I could do is ask Tim to put a password on downtime and then I can't even override it Um, so I've started with no social media on my phone or iPad from 9pm to 9am and I'm still working out the kinks you know I needed to use like my camera the other night after 9pm and it was like no sorry so I had I'm having to override bits here and there but once I've got it all properly set up just with like no Instagram Facebook um, Twitter YouTube Pinterest kind of thing I might actually get Tim to put a passcode in that I don't know so there's no cheating and getting onto social media when I shouldn't be because 9pm till 9am I mean that means that we're not going on at first thing in the morning when we're getting out of bed when we just want to be kind of warming up into the day drinking our coffee and getting in the right mindset for having a good day that's not the ideal time to be scrolling and nor is the time after 9pm before we go to bed that's not a time to be consuming online social media content it's a time for unwinding slowly getting ready for bed organizing anything you need to do for the next day and just making sure you're really looking after yourself so that is one thing I have started to experiment with to kind of try and control my screen time because when you get that screen time report every week it always shocks me how much time I'm spending on my phone and it's something that I really really must try to reduce drastically. Something else I've been getting back into this week I think as a result of having such a restful weekend is getting up earlier during the week. If you follow me on Instagram you may have seen earlier this year I did 7am club which is just basically me forcing myself out of bed at seven o'clock every morning, taking a picture of my watch, you know, saying five past seven or whatever, and seeing how many days I could do it in a row. That was great. And I, that seems to work really well for me, like trying to do things on, you know, every day in a row, because I don't want to kind of ruin my streak uh, by missing a day. But it was the middle of winter when we were doing this. And It was just so dark and cold and grim when I was getting up every day. Plus, it meant getting up at 7am on the weekend as well, which, I mean, if you've heard my podcast about sleep, you know it's very important to me. So I'm going to change that system now. And I've been getting up at 7am on weekdays 
and this weekend I'm going to start implementing an 8am get up which is still a little bit of a sleep in. Today for example I feel like I could conquer the world today I've just had the world's most productive day. I was up at seven but I didn't sort of jump straight in the shower and start getting ready for the day and stuff I just made a coffee and kind of read in bed for a little bit just to kind of wake myself up slowly enjoy a leisurely breakfast but I was still ready to start working at nine so I did my hour of practice at nine my hour of admin at ten went to the gym at eleven I had to drop off a few things at um, the hotel for the wedding had to drop my parents off somewhere and then obviously this afternoon I'm kind of doing this podcast exploring some new software so and I may even do some more practice later actually because I've got lots of quite big gigs coming up after the wedding the wedding I might not be in the space to think about it quite soon so I'm just getting as much practice in now as I can um, for reasons which I'll go into later but for these early mornings I'm finding that there's an app there's always an app isn't there there's an app that is helping me sort of wake up a bit more effectively and I'm going to tell you about it it's called Alarmy so it's just the word alarm with a letter Y on the end and it's got a couple of different techniques to get you out of bed when the alarm goes off. One of them, which I have tried in the past, but this wasn't very successful, you take a photo of like your kitchen sink or your bathroom or somewhere in your house, and then when the alarm goes off, you have to take that same picture in order to switch the alarm off. So you literally have to go downstairs to the kitchen or you have to go into the bathroom. And I do think that's a great idea, but I found when I was doing that, that the photo had to be so similar, like perfectly lined up. It was actually really difficult to get it to switch the alarm off. Um, So the one that I prefer now actually is the maths problems. And I'm still doing just the easy ones. Um, I mean, you'll see when you download it, they're really not that easy. But it just gives you three maths problems you have to put in the answer in order to turn the alarm off. And it just kind of wakes the brain up a bit more than just a regular alarm. I've gone in completely the other direction before and I've had sleep cycle, which is supposed to very, very gently wake you up when you're at your lightest possible stage of sleep. But what I found with that is that I was still kind of, um, I found it very easy to just drift back off to sleep as soon as I'd switched the alarm off because I was being woken up so gently. So I think I need a little bit more. I definitely need some maths first thing in the morning. God, don't we all? When you're self-employed, it can feel like we're always on duty, can't it? I'm sometimes jealous of people who have a job and they go to work and then come home and don't have to think about work anymore. That must be so... I would find that so strange, but... I would also kind of love it, I think, at least for a little while. I think it can be draining over time to always be thinking about work and different things we can be doing and have we done enough? There's always something more we can do. This is very draining over time and it's for this reason that I think unstructured rest time is just so important. There doesn't always have to be a schedule. You don't always have to have plans. If you want to just lie on the sofa literally doing nothing that is still time well spent if it's like distraction free and if it's restful and if you are recharging as a result guilt-free empty time really hits the reset button and I don't know about you but after I've had time like that I feel really ready to jump back into work it's like when you go on holiday when I go on holiday for a week 
I never quite feel ready to come back. When I go on holiday for two weeks or more, which is rare, I always feel like that's kind of too long. I'm just kind of desperate to get back and get going with real life after that. But I find my perfect amount of time to go on holiday is 10 days because I've settled in, I'm fully refreshed and relaxed I've de-stressed but I'm also energized and ready to go back and jump back into everything that I normally do ready to jump back into the practice the teaching the gigs getting myself organized various creative outlets that I have like this podcast and you know my blog when I you know actually find the time to write on it and you know even some YouTube videos which I haven't done for absolutely ages but may get back into at some point you see my point you need that time away in order to be able to jump back in with both feet if you just stay in that work mode all the time uh, you're going to get burned out and you're not going to be as happy that's kind of that something else I wanted to chat to you about today I was listening to a podcast by Kaylin Nicholson it's Kaylin's Coffee Talks and she was talking about procrastination. Now, I didn't necessarily love and agree with everything she said, but there were a couple of ideas in there that I've really taken. I've been thinking about them since, and I think it is kind of, it has really improved my mindset because there have been a couple of things that I am preparing for that I have been putting off. I've, I've been kind of dipping my toe into preparing for, but I've not really thrown myself into it yet. And I think I'm procrastinating on it because I'm feeling a little bit anxious because I know it's a big project. There are other kind of factors in play, like there's people involved that I really don't want to let down. Other things as well. And I'm aware that time is running out because I'm not going to want to do a lot of practice in and around the few days around the wedding. It's like this whole new piece that's like really meaty and looks really challenging. I've kind of been, oh, just feeling really anxious about it, thinking, oh, time's running out. But something that uh, Kaylin said on this podcast was, it's the difference between being excited about something and preparing for it, rather than being anxious about something and procrastinating about it and I just thought about it and I thought god yeah when you're excited about you know I've been obviously so excited about getting married so I have been preparing for it and I've been totally on it and I've been checking the email and replying and making phone calls and making visits to the hotel because I am just so excited and I just want to get it all done and now I'm at the stage where pretty much all the planning is done and I'm kind of struggling to think of anything that's left to do and it was daunting you know project if you like planning a wedding but at the same time I was so excited about it I was you know looking forward to getting started with all the planning a big gig like a recital or this big concert that I'm kind of nervous about too I'm kind of nervous that it's not going to go as well as it can. I'm nervous that I'm not going to have enough time to really do it justice. And I think sometimes when we procrastinate, it's because if we quote unquote haven't had enough time to do something, the fault is on the fact that we haven't had enough time. The fault is not that we were incapable of doing it. I think a lot of us, and I think sometimes I do this, is we fear having done our absolute best and still doing a bad job but the instances of that occurring are really really rare 
And yeah, it's really hard, but it's still a much healthier way to go about it, I think, rather than having these inbuilt excuses. If you start late and it's not ready, well, you can just say you ran out of time. But I'm kind of trying to change that and thinking, right, let's get excited about this project. I'm going to throw myself into it, get excited about how good it's going to feel when I'm hopefully prepared in advance. So it's not going to be the last minute panic that it could be if I did carry on procrastinating. I think there's also a worry when we procrastinate. I think sometimes, yeah, we're scared of failing. We're scared of having completely done our best and still not succeeded which is probably one of the worst feelings in the world. But I think sometimes we're also scared that it's going to be a success. And I know that sounds really weird, but but if if a massive project is hugely successful, it really sort of takes us into uncharted territory, doesn't it? And that can be scary because it means that, hey, if this goes really well, it could lead to you know, this, this and this, and then things are going to change and I'm going to be outside my comfort zone and what's that going to mean? So there's maybe some of that coming into play. I'm wondering if you can think of any examples in your life that kind of mirror this. I mean, what are you procrastinating on right now? There's like other things I'm procrastinating on as well, like starting my tax return. I know it's like the middle of August and I've still, I've like filled in my income and expenses spreadsheet. I think that's pretty much done, but I don't have like a P60 from an employer and I'm just edgy about how I'm going to get that. I just feel like it's going to be a bit of a faff and of course I'm using my wedding as an excuse not to look into this further and it's just all compounded by the fact that it gets more and more expensive to see my accountant the later I leave it. So maybe that'll be something I really settle down to in between our wedding and our honeymoon, just try and get it done. So yeah, that's something to look forward to, doing my tax return. Uh, musicians, have you finished your tax returns yet? Let me know. Let me know if you're more organised than me because it really doesn't take much. So that's kind of my thoughts about procrastination. If this resonates with you, if you have any sort of coping strategies when you find yourself procrastinating, do let me know. Something else I think is that procrastination is definitely a habit that we can get into and it's a very difficult habit to break, but if you do break that habit, for me anyway, if I kind of get out of the habit of just putting things off, if I kind of do the get up, you know, put my alarmy app on for seven and jump out of bed and make sure my practice is done first and then my admin and I go to the gym, you're building that self-discipline muscle, your, your procrastination muscle, if you like, is not being used. So it's not as strong as your motivation muscle, if that makes sense. I'm a strong believer in like habits and self-discipline over motivation, which is very up and down and also waiting to be in the right mood to do something, which in the case of a tax return or very often in the case of practicing something that's very difficult, you're just never going to be in the mood. So things like trying to get excited about how it's going to feel when it's done I'm just finding so so helpful so if this has been helpful to you do let me know tweet me and let me know what you're procrastinating on right now 
and what you're going to do to try and avoid that in the future. So it's quite a short episode today. When I next speak to you, I'm assuming I'm going to put an episode out next week, but it is literally the week leading up to the wedding. Yes, it is called the wedding. So we'll just see how it goes next week. I may chat to you. It may be the following week we will see. If you have any topics that you would like me to discuss, do let me know as well. I'll leave all my contact details in the show notes and let me know what you think of the sound quality of this episode as well because I'm using a different microphone and my idea with it it was that it wouldn't pick up as much background noise but just let me know does it sound better or worse or did you prefer it before? Let me know because I really want this to you know sound professional as professional as it can considering that I'm not a professional anyway I think that's enough chat for today thank you so much for listening as always I really appreciate it this is soul trader signing off and I will chat to you soon bye